Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and I'm Joanne White, and thanks so much for joining us today on Power Your Life Radio. Now, most of us go for our health examinations. We go to doctors. We go to doctors that we trust. We sometimes and all sorts of things that we need for our health and for challenges that we have with, with our bodies and our minds health-wise. And every once in a while, something happens that may not be of the norm that actually can be very disturbing and very unsettling. And we're going to really take a look at that because I have a very special guest today. Her name is Julianne McElroy. And we're going to talk about how the system is broken and how modern medicine really failed her family and her husband. Julianne McElroy is a lifelong educator. In 2012, her husband was diagnosed with Stevens-Johnson syndrome, which was triggered by taking a normal dose of an OTC pain relief medicine. Julianne used her six years of research, mentoring from practitioners, and time spent in the lab with world-class PhD chemists and researchers to help others on their wellness journey. She shares the discovery through an organizational path that she developed for those pursuing wellness. As a certified Ayurvedic specialist, she's dedicated to others not enduring the same tragedy that her family experienced with the death of her husband. Also, as a certified aroma freedom technique practitioner, Julianne guides individuals to release emotional blockages which hold them back in their lives. She also helps people release the emotions that surround trauma through the traumatic memory release technique. Julianne is also the founder and the CEO of LifeSpring LLC, a John Maxwell team member, and she passionately coaches members in her private community on their health journey. Her message, which is an important one, is that everyone can change their mind change their health, change your mind, change your health, and change your life. And Julianne works nationally with groups and corporations to improve employee health and wellness through keynotes, wellness events, and workshops. Welcome, Julianne McElroy. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to have you here. So this must have been devastating. You go to get well, your husband, you with mm-hmm. as your family member, and, and something horrific happens, like really that's totally unexpected, that not only throws you and your family through for a loop, but, but you your husband dies from 
from the horrible tragedy. So I know it's maybe hard, but can you talk about that a little bit? Because I think it will help our listeners. Yes, um, I think it's a really important story to share because I had never heard of Stevens-Johnson syndrome before this occurred. And, you know, we did like everybody else did. We put our hands, our health in the hands of what we thought were experts. And, um, you know, when you can easily pick up something over the counter, you think that's something that's super safe for you and don't realize the full ramifications that can occur and do occur for many people. And so um, so what is, you know, okay, go ahead. I was just going to ask, what is that, that syndrome? What is that? That's from medication. Tell us about that. Cause I, I'm totally in the loop about what that is and, and how that happens. How that occurs. Yeah. Steven yeah. Johnson syndrome, um, if you ask the general practitioner, they're going to tell you it's rare. I don't believe that's the case. I believe it often goes misdiagnosed, and there's various levels of it, um, from things where people will call it eczema, to uh, and it'll be diagnosed as eczema, to uh, it's been diagnosed as chickenpox, shingles, measles. And um, the thing about Stevens-Johnson syndrome is it's medication-induced. And so there are no experts for this syndrome because nobody really wants to talk about the fact that medications can make your gut fall apart in chunks and have the dermis and epidermis separate and your skin falls off in sheets and you end up in a burning it. People don't want to talk about And that's about what happened to that. your husband, right? Yes, and people don't want to talk about the fact that it, medication can melt your mucosal membranes and you, your lungs fill up with fluid or you could go blind. And so there is no expert on this. So the only thing that that we could do was connect with other people that it's happened to. And that's where you learn this isn't as rare as the medical establishment is going to tell you. And we were fortunate um, at the time that this occurred um, to even get the proper diagnosis. Um, you know, John was ultra-stressed at work, and he was having um, – an occasional headache a couple times a week, for, and for about a month, he was taking a normal dose one to two times a week for these stress headaches. And, what a dose? Uh, what pain medication? What what kind of medication was it? Yeah, it was a common over-the-counter pain medication that just about everybody takes, and um, that's not the only trigger. There are a lot of triggers, and I encourage people to. Look at package inserts seriously. The side effects mean something. It's not that they might occur. Side effects occur for everybody who takes medicine. That is the norm for everyone, whether you recognize it or not. And so package inserts mean something, and you don't even get the full package insert from pharmacists anymore. They have a kind of a cleaned-up version, so I always go online and research package inserts when people talk about different um, medications and encourage them to do the same because you want to understand. We get desensitized, I think, to um, side effects and the listings of side effects thinking, you know, they don't happen and we're so used to seeing them, we discount them. So Stevens-Johnson's um, is medication-induced, and what we learn in support groups is not as rare as people think. It, it is happening more and more, and we've seen it in seven-month-olds uh, who took um, Tylenol 
after um, getting shots and vaccinations and all the way up, the oldest person I've seen was 83 years old, and it's occurred for many, many in between. I've known other people who've died. I know people who've gone blind. There's a young girl right now who's relapsing in the hospital again, and she is blind and, um, you know, is a lovely, lovely girl, but this is permanently causing um, traumatic issues, tragic issues for her life. And, and also um, her family. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question, though. You yeah. said it was over-the-counter medication. So did the doctors prescribe that for John, or or how did you come about that medication? No, it's so common to take for headaches. You know, it's one that they tell you take for fevers, take for headaches, you know. So um, many, many, many medications list Stevens-Johnson syndrome on their package insert, and they'll call it one of the um, rarer events. Now, also, they list now not just Stevens-Johnson syndrome because if people say, well, gosh, my skin could fall off in sheets, they don't want to see that. So now they list adverse, severe adverse reactions, and they're listing the symptoms of Stevens-Johnson syndrome. So understanding those symptoms is important as well because um, you need to watch for them. If you're taking a medication at all, you need to watch for those those symptoms. It's scary because many people are taking medications. We have learned to some extent to trust our physicians, to trust our pharmacies, and and to read a little bit of the labels, but not not the to the intensity that you are recommending. And I think it's important. As for me, I I usually choose alternative stuff, but you know even those may have some challenges with that. So how did what, what happened? So all of this was going on. John was getting worse. Yeah. What were the doctors doing? Well. You know, when he had this occur and he ended up, um, we went to urgent care because he was sick and not getting better and he kept saying his throat was super sore and they prescribed antibiotics and he wasn't getting better and they, he called in and, and said, you know, I'm, I'm getting a rash and they said, well, oh, you must be allergic and they gave him another one, didn't see him again, but just, you know, prescribed another one and then you know, within a week's time, we decided to go to urgent care. And I thought he had raising a strap because his throat was so sore. Um, but mm-hmm. the, the, doctor at Urge, the doctor at urgent care had recognized um, she had been an, a, an emergency room doctor, and she knew what it was. And she said, he's getting admitted to the hospital. And we were shocked. We had never heard of it. And his throat was so sore because it was literally coming apart. His tissues were friable which happened from the mouth all the way down the entire digestive system, his mucosal so, membrane. What's so what does that mean? Apart. The tissue, it actually separate. I mean, how did, I'm trying to visualize yeah. it. What happens? It so actually separates? Yes. Yeah, go falls ahead. Apart in chunks. Falls apart in chunks. We're in the hospital, and he lifts his lip up and says, look at this, and his gum tissue had fallen apart, some of it, and we could see roots from his teeth because gum, parts of his gums were falling apart. So his tongue was sloughing off, his throat, all the mucosa membrane was sloughing off. And so fortunately we stopped medication and he did not lose his skin in sheets, but 
his skin was so damaged, he never sweat right after that. So later, after we went home, um, I would come in the door downstairs and walk a few stairs uh, up, about a quarter way up the stairs. And if he was in the bedroom, I literally could smell dust. It smelled like, um, you know, rotting tissue for months and months. Mm. And um, if you know that the gut is such a huge source for your immune system, then you understand after this how what a huge deal this is. Even though he didn't lose his skin and sheets on the outside, what you could see, this was happening on the inside. And so if you lose your immune system, you're, you're opened up to other illnesses. So he, a guy who never got sick before began to catch everything, and then we began to see future diagnoses, and eventually we were dealing with Lyme disease, Bartonella, and the C word, cancer. And, um, you know, it just began this snowball effect uh, in our lives. You know, it's it's really, um, it's painful to hear it. It it must have been so traumatic and painful to to, to go through it. And not get the answers that you need. You you also have kids, and and so, what was going on with your family? And then I want to switch a little bit to how you moved through this, and where you right. are today. So well, what was going on with course, your with your family? You have children, right? I do. I have four children. They um, astound me on a daily basis. They're really amazing human beings, and, um, you know, everything changes. And and I'm sure anybody who deals with chronic illness knows how um, an illness changes things. Um, Things were um, very focused on dad. Um, All of our resources went to helping him get better. And being that we were dealing with Stevens-Johnson's, what that means is, and what we knew it meant was, not we, we couldn't just afford, uh, avoid the offending the first offending trigger. It's not an allergy. It meant that when he would take any future synthetics, it could trigger it again, no matter what the synthetic was. So you never knew with any medication you were taking if that would be the next trigger, and you would lose your gut function again and possibly your skin. So when we saw future diagnoses come, we thought, well, what do we do? You know, what do we do if he gets a fever? What do we do if he, you know, is not feeling good for pain because the next medication could do this all over again or, or worse or kill him? And so I began to research 20 to 25 hours a week pouring over the government website for research, Wiley, um, and I began to connect with practitioners that I I would say I qualified. If they didn't have a 90% or higher success rate for what their clients were working, I didn't want to talk to them because there were no experts for me to refer to. And when we, I would ask for genetic testing, when I would ask for um something to to see what his gut function was. Was he absorbing nutrition? Um, When I would talk about detoxification, when I would talk about his liver function, 
nobody wanted to talk to that and especially uh, talk to those points and especially after the cancer diagnosis. So I had to find help elsewhere. And so I began to be mentored by someone who understood the um, design and function of the human body better than anybody I've ever encountered. And then I also worked locally with um, a world-class chemist who has two PhDs and has a lab in his home. He's from India, and he's uh, about 90 now. And um, he's also an Ayurvedic master, and I became certified in Ayurveda, and he's also an energy medicine expert. And, um, you know, he was super super helpful. Both of these people were helpful for my husband. Um, I know he lasted as long as he did because we did rely on food as medicine, on plants as medicine, on energy medicine, and we began to cover basics that most people don't cover, they don't even know about, they don't know they're not doing them. And then, of course, we went very deeply into um, working with the design and function of his body in attempts to try to flip over the autoimmune aspect of things so his body would stop attacking itself. And so this became our life. Um, You know, the kids learned how to make smoothies, and they learned about plant medicine. Um, my little guy is seven, so most of his life, has, you know, his dad was sick. He was a baby, and then his dad was sick. That's all he knew. And um, he's the healthiest out of all of us. And uh, I love because he, he, we encounter people, and he teaches them, and I love that. And so it's really benefited all of us. I will tell you that my children, um, they had some issues with working within the system, and I had to solve this for them. But it wasn't life or death like this. So it wasn't super urgent, but we did a lot of work and helped their health, and they haven't needed a sick visit for over seven years now. So there's so good a things that came from it, but there's also yeah. the difficulties we through. Well, you know, it's it, we it's it's so important that when we have tragedies and and what you and your family experienced and what John went through, that. Oftentimes, and on the other side of it, there's 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 some healing that takes place and some growth. And and what you did, and you and your family, is turning it around and looking for more healthy alternative ways to for for health and and for working with your body and working with other people. So that's important. How is John? Throughout this and in the end, I mean, was he upbeat? Was he, I mean, because that's always a very hard thing. There he was struggling for so long, and and he had you and his family, but he was challenged physically. Yeah. Well, I mean, initially, he was upbeat. Um, initially, also, I don't know that we understood the fullness of everything, and I'm sure there were some shock elements to everything. And we were undereducated like most of the population. And so, um, you know, there's an old saying that people perish for lack of knowledge. And, you know, it's so true. And, and we were learning. I, I had a holistic bend, but we were, we were really um, having to take the deep dive and be intensive at this point. And so initially it was good. But I will say that to me he w- he was always looking for when he was done working, working the lifestyle. Um, you know, 
I think he was looking for a start date and an end date to working this. And so that was, that was something that, you know, programming teaches us that you, you take a magic pill or you do something for a certain time and all is well. And I don't think we need to look at it, things that way. We need to learn to live as we're designed. And then secondly, he was a finance guy. And um, one of the things that I'm writing a piece on right now is that we are not free to choose how we care for ourselves. And, you know, through the, um, you know, the 60s, the 70s, there was a big movement on women having choice. And I think all people should have choice. And we should choose to add life into our bodies. And we should choose to do the things that make human beings thrive. And unfortunately, we don't have the freedom of choosing how we care for our bodies. And that is wrong. And when you, we so are you talking in terms of in doctors or, or what do you mean we don't have the freedom of so specific? So we, ha- we, pay, we pay into a system and we pay health care costs, but we are limited on what we receive from that. And I can't go into a doctor and say, I want a gut function test because my gut fell apart in chunks. I can't say, I choose holistic methods for my body because I want to receive into my body what my cells are designed to receive, and I don't want to receive in my body what my cells aren't designed to receive. I'm educated enough to know these things, but I should have the choice, and even if the system thinks I'm an idiot for choosing those things, that should be my right. So, um, you know, it's, you know we're, limited. It's, it's, we're limited. Go ahead. We're limited. Yeah, we're limited in what it, we choose. It's, it's interesting because you're right. I mean, doctors see that this is the way to go for 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 some kind of symptoms or conditions, whatever, and this is the protocol, these are the tests, this is the medication, da 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 Checklist, um, yes, the checklist. Right. Now, I have a primary care physician, and I guess over the years I've trained her because when I go in, she'll say, Correct. so are you t- are you taking your supplements? Are you? She doesn't ask me about any medication. Joanne, I know you don't want to take this test. Are you sure? You know. So we have an understanding, and she weren't. And not every doctor is like that, believe me. But I think it's important if you're savvy and you want to have more input, like you're talking about, Julianne, into your health and into what what kind of medication you take and what you're doing, that you find a doctor that is willing to work with you. To the And, again, they won't do it as drastically as, like, what you're saying in terms of, okay, I need to see what's going on with my, my intestinal tract or whatever because those things aren't prescribed. But there are some physicians that begin to have more of an opening and an understanding about, okay, she's more interested in alternative methods for healing and for her body, and so let's look at that and let's incorporate that as best as they can. And I'm not here to bash anybody's spouse or person who's invested, you know, uh, years of their lives studying um you know, being being a practitioner, I'm just saying we need to qualify who we work with and understand, you know, there are some wonderful, caring, well-meaning people there, but there is a, also a system in place. 
and their hands are often tied as to what they do and what how they practice. So, um, you know, unfortunately, my husband was, well, fortunately and unfortunately, he was a finance guy. So after a couple of years of draining our finances to pay for his care, um, he gave up. And he gave up way earlier when he had time to fight and time to still add life into his body because he didn't want another dime outside of the current coverage to be spent on his health. So we couldn't do the things that he needed to flip this over because he was unwilling for me to spend any more of the money on that. But, you know, it, the tragedy is that many people, not only do they have a choice, where where are they going to find that money to be able to add what they need? Because their people have limited incomes and sure. often stuff is very expensive and it just adds up. And, like, so what do you do? So oftentimes our health gets shortchanged because of our financial situation. So fast You're forward right. a little bit. I think there is something to do. I think there's something to do. I think there are always solutions. And I think one is, you know, there is fundraising, which some people might not like to do it, but that is an option. I think secondly is, you know, understanding that when we can test and show that somebody's metabolism does not detoxify medications, that they should have to, they should be able to use any insurance they have to cover holistic therapies. Um, and then I also think, and what I wish we would have done, was sold off everything, all of our assets, and if we had to, move in with a friend or family member until we got things under control and it helped to help him heal. His life was worth so much more than him giving up and saying, I don't want to drain these resources. He, w- he would have been worth any sacrifices that we had made um, to live with somebody. And if you're not well, you have every reason to do those kind of things. It's not something that should make any man feel bad because they're sick. You know, if you can't provide for your family because you're sick, that's that doesn't count against you, you know. So, um, But, you know, you live and learn, and there's things that that, you know, we went through that it's easy to look back at and say, oh, I wish I could have done this or that differently. But, you know, I believe we have a time here, and we were very, very privileged to spend his time here with him. And, um, you know, we had a fabulous relationship, and I'm, I'm just honored to have been his wife. Well, that's, you know, that's beautiful that you can take that away from, from the experience. And not only that, Julianne, not only do you – cherish and honor that experience with John, with your husband, it it actually motivated you to do something that you're doing now, which is really helping other people with their health and on their road and way to wellness. So can you talk about some of what you're doing in terms of medicine and and work? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I recognized um, through some amazing mentors, I've had two incredible um, business mentors who, uh, and now I, I have a third, who helped me recognize that I have met some remarkable people on this journey, people who are world class practitioners, who are brilliant minds that know 
a lot more than most other practitioners. And to be able to have been mentored by them, I think, was a gift. And, um, you know, I am a naturopathic doctor school now in my spare time. And, um, you know, I've gotten various certifications along the way and have um, invested heavily in learning and and becoming certified in different techniques and um, and practices to help people learn how to be well, to help them be educated. I have a private coaching community, and I coach individuals on their wellness, and I take them through a proprietary path to help them learn how to walk this out day in and day out. Because I have people who would say, I can't do what you do. And I would say, nope, you can't. And they would be stunned. And I said, well, you just told me you can't. But I recognize it's not easy for people to start like we did and that I had decades of help to get us on this journey, and I wanted to help others do the same. And so I felt responsible to share the information with others to help them on their journeys to give them a leg up so that they can – not be starting from a basement level, that they're starting from a higher level. So this you know, is a I legacy that, that I want to leave in his name. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that's so important because oftentimes, and you and I have talked before, you know one of my stories, and that was many, many mm-hmm. years ago when I had an injury and I could not get find what I needed through medicine and the doctors that I was seeing and I had to turn around and look for alternative ways of healing which opened up so many doors for me and in turn when you are able to heal yourself or work with you know it it helps you to then say wow if this helped me or if this could have helped my husband or if this is what I know now let me help more people to get to this place so what would you recommend to our listeners in terms of their own health and their own wellness what is there anything that you prescribe and I don't mean medication or whatever in terms of healthy living well you know I I love my my motto change your mind change your health change your life you know everything is about what we think and how educated or undereducated we are. And so to recognize that we are responsible for our bodies, they are a gift, we get one. And so we need to be the ones who are in the driver's seat and um, make sure that we have the knowledge and the understanding of how to care for our bodies. And part of changing your mind is being educated but also and partnering with people who know, who are qualified and know and understand the design and function of the human body, but also changing how we think. I believe that we are given this gift and within it contains the best of what keeps us well, including our brain, and that our body works for us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and it's never broken. It's always working on our behalf. And so having the understanding that we need to change the way we think to a huge transformation in the body and set forth chemical reactions that that will help our body be well. So beginning with how we think is important. And then having that knowledge and understanding that we can make decisions that help us to change our health. And I find with my clients, most of them don't even do the basics. We thought we were doing well. 
and I hear this a lot, we thought we're eating whole foods. I cooked at home. It was not even close to what needed to be done. Um, So people think they're doing well, but they're not. And so when I discover people aren't doing the basics, they're not drinking clean water, they're not eating for the design and function of the body, they're not, like in America, we don't breathe, you know. We're so busy and stressed, we hold our breath and we don't breathe. Right, we do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and we don't hold, we don't um, move our bodies. You know, and so what are some healthy well, what are some healthy ways in terms of eating and you know you mentioned food and and, and you do a lot with plants and plant medic medicine so again, I want to give our listeners a little bit more of not what we don't do but a little bit as we're as we're kind of coming to the end here of what they can do to help themselves feel and get and and get healthier feel better. Absolutely. The thing that pops into my mind is fruit is your friend. (laughs) And, you know, there's this myth and misconception out there today that um, fruit and, and the fruit sugar is bad for you. But the thing that we get the most nutrition from, that we get beautiful antioxidants and bioflavonoids from, that our body digests easily and it uses the least amount of energy to digest and assimilate, which means there's much more energy for the body to balance and heal itself, it's fruit. And we're told today, oh, just a piece a day and just choose low sugar fruits. And all of that is a myth. Those studies are based on just fruit sugar alone. They're not based on an entire package contained within a beautiful piece of fruit. So fruit is your friend. It loves your liver, and, you know, you want to love your liver to have a healthy life. And um, recognize that everything that we need to be well is found on this beautiful planet. It's found in creation. And so to connect with the things that are found in creation to keep you well, it's huge. So rather than... And rather than all these products that are kind of man-made or whatever, you're talking more about the natural things, the fruits, the vegetables, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And you so know, you're going to love what I mad- had, which was which was banana, apple, c- collard green. I, I had a whole beautiful drink of that. You know, that kind of stuff yes. makes you feel yes. good. It gives you energy and it makes you happy. I can't explain it, but yes. you know what I mean. Yes, yeah, it makes you feel good. I know I'm a smoothie queen, and I'm telling you, if we if we're traveling and we don't we can't find a smoothie place or a juice bar, and we notice, my children notice, so we're always so happy to make sure that we're getting and blended fruit. It's it's so easy on the digestive system, and it loads you with the most nutrition. And there's nothing like it. So we love that. And, you know, people say they don't have time today. That's why I want them to connect with me because I can help people with that, understand how to make this part of your life that it's not so hard. And um, you can always double duty. I love synergy, and I love um, having things um, magnify each other and work together. And so let's say you need to meet with a friend. You need to have a business meeting you know, go for a walk together, <laughs> you know, do double duty. So I love to You do know, I've actually done duty. that with some of my clients where we're having a walking session if it doesn't involve doing some energy work or some other kinds of things. And it's it's really, they really feel good about it. It's very invigorating. Yeah. So you're right about that. 
And in terms of time, yeah. it doesn't take that time, that much time to make a smoothie. It takes more time to yeah. make your pancakes or whatever, because I haven't had those in about a million years. But it, so mm-hmm. it that kinds of things don't take that much time out of your schedule and the benefits far outweigh anything else, you know, any excuse that you can give. So well, you and I could talk about this forever and I would love to visit you because you're not too far away and, and, and meet your wonderful, one of your wonderful people that have helped you with Ayurvedic and whatever. Tell our oh, listeners, yeah. Julianne, how they can find you, how they can learn more about how to take care of their health and wellness and connect with you. Well, first of all, we have um, a wonderful new website, JulianneMcElroy.com, which is a great way to connect with me. And Spell your um, list I, for our list. Yeah, so it's Julianne, J-U-L-I-A-N-N-E-M-C-E-L-R. Oy.com. And um, that's the fastest way to connect with me. I do see people locally. I have my restoration room where we work together with people. I had somebody, a, a nice young man this morning over, and we did some um, breathing exercises, and I have a, a lot of wonderful equipment. I'm kind of an equipment junkie, and so we were running some um, energy medicine um, things for him to help him build his body up this morning. And and um, so I do see people locally, but I also work with people virtually. I'm actually working with somebody in Oregon. Uh, we've had two sessions in, and I take people into a private membership community and um, work with them for either, you know, we can do one session or we can do a number of weeks to make some transformation occur, which is my favorite, is to watch people transform their lives in 30, 60, 90 days. You can't believe Isn't that beautiful when that happens? Can be done. That, that's, oh, it's my yeah, that's favorite. Just, it makes me cry. <laughs> it's such a beautiful experience. You know what I love? What you just said, you have a restoration room, which is – I do. <laughs> I love – yeah, I love that word for what you're doing because it, it, it makes sense. It really makes beautiful sense. So is there well, – we're really out of time. And Go ahead. What we say? I'll, I'll just say it makes me tear up a little bit because John named it. So, oh, really, that's be- that. So that makes yeah. it to me that makes it even more beautiful. Why did he name it Restoration yeah. Room? Because every day when he would come home and come come in, and he worked up until six weeks before he died, and he would come home and come into the room and collapse, and I would begin to care for him. So he named it the Restoration oh. Room. So here it's it forever stands, as, and it's a beautiful in a way. It's a it's a beautiful tribute to him to still have that room, and to see and help other people in their own healing process with that. That's wonderful. Yeah, Julianne, yeah, you, you are a blessing, and despite all that you went through, you've come out on the other side and are really here to help other people live more healthful, healthy and healthful lifestyle. So thank you so much for all that you do, and I appreciate you. Well, thank you for your kind words and the privilege of being on your show today. I really am so happy to have connected with you. It's my pleasure, and we will continue. Have a beautiful day. You as well. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. 
So think about what, what Julianne said. You really, it's about your body. Your body is this incredible machine, as Julianne was talking about, and you are the one that's in charge of it, nobody else. So think about what you need to do, and Julianne was right. If you change your, your thoughts you can, and, and the way you see yourself and the way that you take care of yourself, something wonderful can happen, and that is you can be healthier and more vibrant and have a lot more energy and really feel good about it. I call this show Power Your Life for a Reason because I believe, too, that within us we have what we need and that we can actually take charge of ourselves, even if you're just taking one small step at a time. So do something today for you that makes you feel important, that takes one step into more healthy living, whether it's being conscious of your breathing, like Julie Ann was talking about, whether it's doing something that makes you smile, making a smoothie, or taking a look at some of those ingredients of whatever medication off of even um, that you're getting from a store, and really take charge of you and recognize that you're most important and it's your journey and it's your life. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed day, blessed evening, wherever you are. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the Upbeat Show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.